The following podcast is provided by Pinnacle Senior Placements, LLC, and Answers for Elders Radio. And welcome back, everyone, to Answers for Elders Radio, as we are here talking to Daphne Davis from Pinnacle Senior Placements about how do you prepare for this transition time when it's time to make a change. And obviously, we're talking about the early stages. Um, Moves oftentimes don't happen right away like this, but the most important thing is, is that you're prepared if and when the time happens. And so, Daphne, welcome back. Thank you so much. This is um, a topic that I really hope all of you hear because it is so um, uplifting. It's um, positive. I love proactive families who are taking the steps to having potentially hard conversations um, rather, and, rather than ignoring them and calling me and invo- involving me. I would say probably the biggest way that Pinnacle helps our families initially is by helping facilitate conversation. Um, that is the most important thing. Sometimes it's very, very difficult to have conversations about changes in our life you know, what does the next chapter of life look like? What, you know, just the word change that I used, that can send some people kind of over the edge, like, nope, I'm not ready to talk about any kind of change. I'm used to my, my house of 40 plus years. I'm used <laughs> to knowing how many steps it is to the bathroom in the middle of the night from my bed. I mean, there's all kinds of things that we're embarking on when you talk about change. So conversation. You understand that change is very difficult for people. I, I know for my own husband, I used telling you, I'm never moving. We're never moving. And I'm going like, well, honey, we have fears we have you know we have things that we may not be able to do in the future so we have to think about those things I'm not moving it's so (laughs) funny and it's like you you have to realize that someday you're not going to be able to keep up the yard you're not going to be able to do those things so even for us you know, when we start thinking about we're in our mid-60s, we have to start thinking about the future. Um, I even have high school friends that have, you know, reti- are retiring now at age 65, and they're downsizing. They're getting rid of these great big, huge homes, and they're looking at, you know, how do I best, um, you know, ease gracefully into my aging years? And I think that's really a smart way to do it. It is. It is a smart way. Just never make it the elephant in the room. I'll tell a quick story. Yesterday, I met with a couple, and it's at the very early stages of making a change. But it was a relationship that, you know, they've been married 40-plus years. They're in their late 70s and, and early 80s. And the wife did not know much about her husband's health. And he just was very private about that. Never did she go to doctor's appointments, didn't know any of the medications. And she was positive that, you know, this was going to be just a bear cat to be able to get some information to be able to help her husband. He does have dementia starting right now, and she's aware of that. But in the conversation, we warmed up to to the couple, and I was able to have all the conversations that the wife never thought would happen. Wow. It is amazing what a third party can do who is, you know, and we really are striving always to be respectful, um, that we want to be with dignity. I always ask permission about, you know, can we talk about this subject? Um, That kind of takes the the defenses down. Um, This particular couple, the husband looked at his wife and said, put earplugs in your ears right now. I mean, and we laughed about it. to protect her. And that's the thing I think that somebody like you coming in, um, you know, I, I 
see this metaphor of you can't build a house on a faulty foundation, right? Mm -hmm. If you don't have all the facts and all the details and all the options, it's very difficult to make a plan. And so having somebody like you that can pull out what are the necessary pieces to create a solid plan moving forward that is unique to that individual couple or individual is huge. It's huge in the whole big picture of, you know, how do you do this in the most graceful way and the ease of not putting burden on your children either, because there's a lot of things in that realm as well. There there is. Yeah, there is. In the beginning stages, we talk a lot about options in different um, care communities and what they mean. Um, we, we also talk a lot about finances. I don't get into the specifics of someone's finances, but we talk about it in terms of if you have X amount of money, this is probably what's going to happen statistically. And so we at least have information to work with. So this is a time that's very important sometimes to include your children. Include the children, include the elders that, you know, whoever's calling me, we need to include the other family. So everyone's getting all the information at the same time. Very important to do. Nobody needs to be left in in the dark. Um, Usually this is a time that we have lots of conversations that turns into humor. Um, We talk about the things that we won't be able to do anymore or the things that I wish I could or my bucket list that I never got to. Um, And those are very uplifting conversations. So this is a positive time to do this. Along that same line in terms of options, we talk about the reality of options. Mm -hmm. And this this, um, conversation that I'm going to have is not to downgrade any particular community of care or upgrade another. They're all different. And they all serve a purpose. But what I'm finding is that most people don't know what all their options are. Mm -hmm. And they have a misnomer about what each option means. And particularly, whether, again, whether you have 22 nickels or two nickels, it's very important to plan your finances. Mm -hmm. Don't go into something and just go, well, I I think I have enough. My mom has 300,000. That should be enough. Have someone talk to you about what is that 300000 going to be able to buy you. Talk about what is your condition. I'm sorry? I said we were surprised. Yeah. I, I remember when, you know, I was told by my um, sister-in-law at the time that was running our my mother's finances, this is before I took over, she said, your mom has $60,000 left. I went, what? And that was only like after about, three years and, you know, two years. And I didn't, I was just shocked, but it goes so fast. And the thing that, that we also need to understand is, and I think too, is you hit on something really important and that's the communication piece because families don't communicate. I think a lot of times what will happen with families is they will, they don't want to talk about the elephant in the room, right? And they don't know how to bring it up. And so they tend to think that it's respectful to their loved one not to get into these conversations. And in many ways, that's true because you're the daughter. Somebody like you coming in as a professional early stages, you can ask those questions that sons or daughters may not be able to ask or get that right information. I mean, wouldn't you say that that's what you're Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I, I say all the time, very often the hardest people to receive care from is your family and the hardest people to care for are your family. Well, the same is true in terms of talking about 
finances, change, moving forward, limitations in your life. And so let someone be in, in your circle of trust to help facilitate that conversation. As you're looking at the options and discussing what things are important to you, and let's just assume your mom and dad right now, as you're thinking about that, not only do you have to think about what's today, does this meet the needs of today, but financially, will this meet the needs of my parents tomorrow? Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Two years down the road, mm-hmm. are we anticipating a conversion to Medicaid? Do we want to, um, you know, are we doing this far enough advance and that health is such that it's very likely that mm-hmm. someone's going to be with us 5, 10, 20 years still? Sure. We need to plan for that accordingly without compromising quality of life today. Mm-hmm. Those are the things that most families don't even know how to approach. Let alone think about quality of life today, planning for tomorrow. How do you do that together? It's real important. And everybody in the family has a different experience of that, of that, uh, you know, family member, whether, you know, um, you know, I love how if mom has dementia, she can get it together for a day if, if daughter's coming to town to visit, you know, and she hasn't seen her for six months. Boy, oh boy, you know, there's something happens. It's like they're totally coherent that day. And then the next day, mom falls apart after daughter leaves because, you know, and that's the thing that, you know, to understand that the people that are there full time, they have the real story. And sometimes that communication, those experiences can create communication grips between uh, members in the family. Um, the other thing is, is just, the regular family dynamics that go on with everybody with different personalities, different value systems, different types of, um, you know, priorities. That's right. That's exactly right. Um, Part of what Pinnacle can help you through all of that is giving resources. And so when I meet with or any of our advisors meet with you, the family, we can listen to your story and figure out what resources may be helpful for you. Mm-hmm. And these are resources that don't necessarily have a cost to them. They're sure. resources that you can tap into um, through aging and disability through a county, um, maybe through a senior center. Maybe there are support groups that we know about. We can um, give you vetted suggestions for elder law attorneys. We can give you vetted suggestions for, for people that might need to add a psychiatrist on. You might need in-home help. We can help you with all of those things. We are an information post. Yeah. Information yeah. post to help you get through these changes with grace and dignity. Yes. Yes. And, you know, that is so huge. And in our next segment, I know we're going to discuss a little bit about how you work one-on-one with a senior um, and their family once that that change starts to happen. So in the meantime, how do we reach you? Well, I'd love to get a phone call from you at our phone number, which is 855-734-1500. Again, that's 855-734-1500. And then also our website, um, you can learn about us and you can connect with us via the website, which is PinnacleSeniorPlacements.com. Well, we're very excited to have you back. And everyone, just think about right now with your family. Where are you if you have a senior loved one or are you a senior? Um, Think about what we've been talking about today and do you have the proper plan? This is important, again, 
if you don't want to burden your family members or if you are a family member, how can you have that conversation? Now is the time to call Daphne. There's no risk. Uh, her services are absolutely free and she can certainly guide you and your family moving forward. So we're going to talk about that in our next segment right after this. The preceding podcast was provided by Pinnacle Senior Placements, LLC and Answers for Elders Radio. To contact Pinnacle Senior Placements, go to PinnacleSeniorPlacements.com. It's time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed. Now this podcast is about the non-financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. We believe retirement is not the end, rather the beginning of what can be the most impactful, purposeful, and fulfilling season of a person's life. So don't retire, become repurposed. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.